International Soccer Preview. We are Soccer Files Canada. Welcome to our continuation of Series 19. This one looking at the players of the 2023 Asian Cup due to be played in January 2024. This episode is looking at the players of Tajikistan. Here we go. Hello and welcome to the International Soccer Preview by Soccer Files Canada. I'm Kevin and this is Series 19 on the players of the 2023 Asian Cup played in 2024. And this episode covers Tajikistan's players. Uh, we're doing this media cast in two parts. So part one is a look at the candidates for the squad and their likelihood of making it. Uh, we think we went into too much detail in previous player media casts we've done. So we're aiming for a lighter, more listener-friendly version this time. Uh, part two will come out when the squad lists are released and the final squad is announced. Uh, we think that will be in late December. And at that time, we'll go back over the list that we've created uh, today and see who made it and who didn't. And we'll, couple, uh, we'll, we'll cover a couple of other things, which I'll talk about at the end. We have made a separate video on what we'll be covering for the next nine months, so I'll keep it short here. Uh, YouTube watchers can see the link to that video on the screen, and it can be found in the show notes for both watchers and listeners. In short, we're focused on the Asian and African Cups, uh, with both taking place, uh, both of those taking place in early 2024. And we have also started coverage of World Cup 2026 qualifying. So this episode will have three sections. Uh, section one, uh, we will give some general information on the team and, and discuss a couple of kind of overarching points. Uh, section two is the main part of the podcast where we look at the main candidate in each position. And in the, in the past, we kind of touched on the unlikely or those who seem to be off the team. Uh, we're not going to do that this time. Uh, rather, we'll will uh, bring them back up if they if they make the final squad basically and uh, section three uh, will give any closing thoughts and a preview uh, of part two which will come out in a couple of months uh, okay i kind of admit that this is a hokey um a hokey substitute for a tajikistan shirt all i really have is the colors and i had to use a, a mexico shirt to get those colors so i apologize it's the poverty of international jerseys that i will try to rectify uh, as time goes on but uh, tajikistan i'm sorry at least i have your colors uh, i'm just going to pause for a little drink before i continue Okay, done. Uh, all right, let's begin then. Uh, moving on to section one, some general information on the squad. And uh, Tajikistan, um, uh, most positions are very stable uh, for Tajikistan with, with one player per position for the most part, uh, or else it'll be a small stable of players who can interchange positions if one happens to be out. Uh, but basically, the uh, the positions are nailed down, and we can pretty easily predict who's going to be starting for them. Um, oh, I meant to put up a little graphic to uh, to support these points. So very stable in most positions. Next, uh, a mad scramble. Well, in some positions, uh, notably goalkeeper, uh, central defense, and forwards, there seemed to be a mad scramble to try out some new players over the two games uh, in September and October. So um, this caused a bit of confusion because it led to some of the regulars not being called up for one or both of those games. Um, we suspect that those players uh, uh, remain on the squad and are just giving way to try out a couple of new players, uh, maybe in the case of um, uh, players being injured, just having a few more options for them. So we don't think uh, players not showing up uh, for the last couple of games is a last-minute change by the manager, uh, but rather just, a, uh, just time to create some substitutes and some options for themselves. 
Uh, finally, the um, makeup of the squad. There are a smattering of players playing abroad. Uh, a lot of them play in Uzbekistan, and uh, some of them play in Russia, um, but most of them play in Tajikistan. So we'll try to point out the ones that uh, are not playing uh, locally, especially if they're playing for a kind of a bigger team. Uh, but if we don't mention uh, uh, the team they play for, it's likely that they are with a local club in Tajikistan. Okay, and the last part uh, we'll comment on the squad is some retired players. So um, Tajikistan has never been to a big tournament, so even their most experienced players never um, uh, played in a tournament. Uh, but a couple of them have gotten uh, too old to play in this tournament. And um, one of them is Davron Urgashev, or sometimes called Davronzon Urgashev. He uh, actually is still playing in Uzbekistan with a big big club in Uzbekistan, uh, Bunyod Corps. Uh, for Tajikistan, he has 72 caps and eight goals, but at 35 years old, um, a little old for this tournament. So he last appeared for the national team on the bench in June 2022. So I suppose there's an outside chance of him returning, but it seems uh, quite unlikely. Uh, the other one is uh, Fatkulo, uh, Fatkuloyev. Uh, I'm just going to darken the names, but actually the light gray uh, indicates that they have never participated in a tournament. So that's going to be the case for all of the Tajikistan players until after this uh, tournament, at least. Uh, Fakulo Fakuloyev um, uh, has 71 caps, so almost the same as Ergashev there, and 10 goals, a, a similar record. Uh, he's only 33 years old, but he um, uh, last appeared in 2019. So I think um, he actually might have officially retired from the squad. Uh, but uh, uh, is not to be expected uh, at this tournament. Okay, uh, next section is a uh, look at their recent games, so we won't go into too much detail here. The major tournaments were uh, the end of Asian Cup qualifying in June of 2022, so that was quite a long time ago now. Uh, three games in June of 2022, uh, which successfully brought them to this Asian Cup. Um, there were some friendlies uh, in between uh, that in September 22 and March 23, uh, 2023. And in June of 2023 was the Kappa Cup. So that is their local cup, the Central Asian Football Association Cup, uh, which took place in Uzbekistan. Uh, I think it was actually in two countries, uh, but... Um, I have Uzbekistan here. Uh, and then after that, they played uh, a couple of friendlies, but actually just one friendly in September and one friendly in October. So not a lot of chance to build the team and um, uh, kind of understandable why they might be using those games to uh, build a bit of depth into the squad. Okay, uh, in terms of formations, that's quite stable too. Um, it's almost always a 4-1-2-2-1. Two, two, one. So uh, uh, four at the back is consistent, uh, two central defenders and a right back and a left back. Uh, in the middle, uh, kind of one more defensive midfielder. Uh, the next two will tend to be central midfielders, and the next two will be uh, attacking midfielders or wingers. And finally, the one forward uh, is a forward. So um, pretty consistent with that. Whether they lose that in the cup um, will uh, remains to be seen. And the final part of this section deals with upcoming games. So actually, uh, November has the start of World Cup qualifying, The actually the second round. There was a preliminary round of games in uh, October, and we actually started our World Cup 2026 coverage by looking at those. Um, and uh, they end up playing one of those teams who, who uh, graduated from that preliminary round here. So on November 15th, um, they play Jordan. So a bit of a tough game there. Um, 
And then on November 20th, they play Pakistan. That was the team that um, progressed from the preliminary round. Actually, a bit of a surprise win uh, over Cambodia there. Cambodia was favoured, but Pakistan made it through. So uh, we can expect um, uh, Tajikistan to be fielding their best players for that, not too much experimentation. Uh, maybe against Pakistan, uh, they can afford to experiment a little bit. And uh, we may get a glimpse of uh, their Asian Cup squad uh, through those games. So um, uh, we may do an update podcast, um, an update podcast uh, closer to the tournament, uh, in which case we would talk about who they use there. Now we move on to section two. I'm going to separate the words uh, section and part because uh, part two uh, will actually be the, the video that we put out uh, later on once the final squads come out. So here we go. Uh, we begin with the manager. That is Pitar Surgut. Uh, I'm not really sure how to say the name. Um, Pitar Surgut. Uh, I don't think repeating it is really going to help me. Anyway, he is a Croatian, and uh, he um, played professionally from 1984 to 1993, but he was forced to stop playing at 27 years old uh, due to a knee injury, actually a second knee injury, so uh, moved into management instead. He's actually managed a number of uh, kind of smaller teams. In addition to club teams, uh, he has managed the Georgia national team and the Afghanistan uh, national team, Maldives, and now Tajikistan. Maldives he was with for four years before this. Uh, so quite experienced as an international manager, although, as you can tell by the light gray of his name, he has never actually been in a tournament before. So that is Peter Sergut, and I suppose we would consider him a definite candidate uh, because they probably uh, wouldn't change managers at this late stage. Let's move on to goalkeepers, and I'll begin just by introducing the names and the likelihood, and then we'll go back and build a bit of a narrative um, uh, about the situation there. So uh, we start with Rostam Yatinov. Uh, Rostan Yatimov is a likely candidate, uh, and so is Mukhradin Kasanov, uh, a likely candidate. We'll talk about who the starter is expected to be. And finally, uh, Dalar Baratov. Uh, all three of those likely, and I suspect that the three who will, uh, who will be at the Cup. But we do have a couple of uh, other candidates uh, at the possible level. The first one is uh, Sarfamad. Gafarov. The second is uh, Sukrobhudza uh, Yusupov. Yusupov. And finally, uh, Sokruk uh, Kyrgyzboev. Uh, three keepers at the possible level. So let's go back and talk about them and start building a narrative. So the first one, Rostam Yatimov. Um, Actually, uh, we were going to put him as a definite because he started 14 of their 16 games. Uh, all the games from March uh, uh, until the beginning of September. Um, but then he wasn't selected for the last two matches. So does that mean that the manager has done a 180 and uh, doesn't favor him anymore? Uh, we'll have to see. Um, the second one, Mukhradin Kasanov. Um, only has one cap for the national team, and that came uh, in one of those uh, 16 games that we've uh, just talked about. He was subbed in uh, for one of those. He was on the bench for 11, though, um, and so he uh, looks like a likely candidate to us, uh, Mukhradin Kasanov. However, uh, Dalar Baratov is... Um, got his first appearance on the bench in March 2022, and he started the last two games uh, there, um, replacing uh, Rostam Yatimov, and, uh, but wasn't selected for quite a few games. He was under military service, doing military service uh, for nine games, so uh, he was away there. So uh, he was started in the last two games, so we consider him uh, likely as well. 
Uh, the other players, the three uh, possible ones, uh, beginning with Sarfamad Gafarov, um, uh, got his first appearance on the bench in June 2022 and uh, didn't start any. The, the two we mentioned started all the games. Uh, but he was on the bench for six games, including the last two games. So uh, kind of uh, brought in at the end here. And we don't know if that means uh, it looks like the manager is at least considering uh, some of the goalies here. Uh, Shokrov uh, Kyrgyzboev um, didn't start any of the games either, but he was on the bench for six of them and uh, not selected for six others. Uh, so he was kind of in there, but he too was not selected for the last six matches. And finally, uh, Yusupov, um, the last one, uh, got his first and only appearance on the bench in October 2023, so brought in uh, right at the end. But when players are brought in like that, uh, um, it's hard to know whether the manager is seriously considering them or not. So we would have him as possible, but unlikely. But it was the last game uh, that he played. So the story here is that we think... Um, uh, Rostam Yatimov not appearing in the last two games or not being selected uh, was just to make room to try out a couple of other more keep a couple of uh, other keepers, um, and that uh, he's not really being reconsidered. It would be uh, fairly late in the game to uh, remove him from the squad. So we still consider uh, Rostam Yatimov the starter. Uh, but a bit confusing since he wasn't selected for the last two games. So uh, three likely candidates uh, and three possible candidates there. All of these uh, players are quite young, 25 years or younger, uh, and all of them play in Tajikistan. So we won't talk about clubs unless there's something outstanding. But uh, the first two, Yatimov and Kasanov, both play for uh, Istiklal, which is the biggest club uh, in Tajikistan. So... Um, and in these smaller countries, it's usually the players who play for the biggest clubs that uh, that um, make up a large part of the national team. Anyway, all of these guys uh, playing in Tajikistan. Okay, moving on uh, to defenders. Uh, we have two definite candidates, and we're talking about central defenders here. Um, two definite candidates in Zwar. Uh, Zuraboev, Zwar Zuraboev, and in Baghdad Kananov. Um, and then we have one likely candidate in Mekrubon Karimov. And then uh, three likely candidates, oh, sorry, three uh, possible candidates in uh, Shuvash Asrorov. Uh, Shiyubash Asrorov, um, Kolmurad Nazarov, and uh, Sod, uh, John Kurbanov. So let's go over these players. Uh, we do actually have uh, four possible but unlikely candidates here, uh, but we're not going to get into those in this podcast. We also have one who seems to be off the squad uh, now, although he just retired or he last appeared in 2022. But again, uh, we'll bring those ones back in if they show up on the uh, uh, final roster. So let's go back to the top and talk about Zwar uh, Juraboev. Uh, so he actually plays in Uzbekistan. He's been with the team since 2016 uh, with 29 caps, but he is only 25 years old. And he started 15 of their 16 games uh, over the last two years and was on the bench for one other. So we consider him a definite candidate. And that's kind of what I mean by the, the players being uh, very stable. Uh, Vakdad Kananov also we consider uh, definite. He started 13 of their 16 games over the past two years and was on the bench for two, just one match that he was not selected for. Uh, generally is a central defender, but did play as a right back in the last two games uh, in September and October there. And he's probably with the biggest club uh, amongst all the Tajikistan players. He's with Persepolis in Iran. 
So that is one of the top clubs, not only in Iran, uh, but in Asia. In Asia, so Baghdad, Kananov, uh, many reasons why we uh, why he would be uh, a definite uh, candidate and uh, a starter as well. The likely candidate is Mekrubon Karimov, and uh, he got his first appearance in March of 2022, and he didn't start any of the remaining game or any of the. Uh, 15 games that were played since that start, but he was subbed in for four and on the bench for eight. So he seems to be uh, consistently called up, um, though very much uh, a substitute and not a starter. He wasn't selected for the last game either. So again, a bit of a uh, uh, a bit of a confusing uh, spanner in the works there. Uh, as to whether the, the manager is uh, considering other players ahead of him. Uh, amongst the three uh, likely candidates, uh, Shiovush Asrorov is um, 29 years old and has been with the team since 2013. He has 46 caps and he returned after an almost three-year absence and started three of their remaining 14 games. Uh, but he was subbed in for two and on the bench for six. Uh, the only thing is he was not selected for the last three matches, so uh, maybe the manager is uh, reconsidering him. And Komorod uh, Nazanov, also a uh, possible candidate. Maybe I won't go into the details as much. Uh, he did start um, two of their last five games. Uh, and was subbed in for one and on the bench for one. So he is being called up and is maybe ahead of Azurov uh, in the pecking order there. And finally, uh, Sodik John Kurbanov. Uh, he's an under-23 player. Uh, uh, he's just 20 years old and uh, got his first appearance in June of 2023. Oh, uh, I see I have one more um, possible candidate. Uh, and that is uh, Alijon, uh oh, it's a long name here, Karamatul Azoda, Karamatul Azoda, um, uh, also a possible candidate. So uh, we do have two uh, likely starters there, and we have Karimov as a likely substitute, but we know they bring uh, five or six uh, players to the uh to the party here, and I think um, Nazarov uh, is one of the more likely among the possible candidates there, and uh, Kurbanov probably a, lit, a little lower down on the pecking order. Okay, and then as I mentioned, there are four possible but uh, unlikely players to choose from, and it, it's never a shock. Uh, to see those players brought in at the end. Three of those players, their first appearance was on the bench in October. Uh, and so uh, they could be in the manager's uh, plans. Okay, uh, let's move on to left backs. Um, yeah, again, with goalies and with central defenders, they seem to be trying out a bunch of new players right at the end here. Uh, that's not going to be the same for all the positions. I think uh, we see it with forwards too. Uh, but in these positions, like left back, it's uh, it's pretty steady. So uh, we only have two likely candidates here, and it's Akham Nazarov. So a bit confusing because some of the uh, players, there's uh, more than one player uh, of that name. Uh, Tabrizi Islamov, I believe we'll see another Islamov. Um, a bit later on too. So Aktam uh, Nazarov is a real veteran with the team since 2011 with 75 caps and uh, five goals. And he started 12 of their 16 games over the last two years, subbed in for one and on the bench. But again, we had to move him down from definite to likely because he missed the last two matches. So this is becoming a pattern and we don't think the manager uh, is necessarily picking all of these players off the squad, but instead maybe making room to just try out a few players. Uh, by the way, Aktam Nazarov is the captain of the team. 
Uh, the other likely candidate is Tabrizi Islamov, and he started six of their 16 games, uh, but he was subbed in for one and on the bench for one, uh, and not selected for eight others. However, uh, six of those eight that he missed were were the first of the 16 matches in the last two years. So basically uh, over the last uh, year or over the most recent period, he's been called up regularly, which is why we have him as a uh, likely candidate. He's much younger at 25 years old. And uh, that's all we have actually for candidates here. However, there is one player we'll meet later who's coded as a left midfielder, uh, which is Dalar. Uh, Imam Nazarov, Dalar Imam Nazarov, and uh, he has played uh, at left back before, uh, but he's just a substitute, so uh, we don't think he'll really challenge for the position. Again, teams usually bring uh, two players, uh, two or three players uh, uh, for this position. If there are three players, one of them is probably a bit more versatile. Uh, okay, moving on to uh, right backs, it's an even more steady uh, or an even more predictable uh, situation because there's really a definite candidate and then there's two right backs, but they both seem to be off the squad. So really just one candidate here and it is uh, Manu Cheker Safarov. So Manu Cheker Safarov has been with the team since 2019, but already has 27 caps, uh, even though he's just 22 years old. And he plays for um, uh, one of the bigger clubs on the squad, Lokomotiv Tashkent in Uzbekistan. Uh, he also played for Persepolis in Iran. So these are uh, relatively good resumes. Um, uh, for the Tajikistan players. And um, Manu Cheker Safarov started 14 of their 16 games over the last two years and was on the bench for one and was with the under-21 team for one other. So there seems little doubt that he will uh, uh, be the starting right back. However, he did play left back in the game in September. Um, but otherwise, he uh, he is a steady right back. Again, two candidates who seem to be off the squad that we'll only talk about if they appear on the final squad. So that is it for uh, defence. Really, um, um, you know, we think that the goalkeeper who started all of the games until September will be the starting keeper. And... Um, uh, you know, even the central defenders uh, uh, and the right back and left back are almost sure bets to be the starters. All right, let's move on to the midfield and we begin with uh, defensive midfielders. There's really um, not a lot of difference between the defensive and the central midfielders other than the fact that the players are kind of uh, coded that way. So actually the... Uh, the uh, one who's been playing most defensively, Amirbek Jura-Boev, uh, who we have as a definite candidate, is actually coded primarily as a central midfielder and secondarily as a defensive midfielder. Uh, but he always seems to be in that defensive role. So he has been with the team uh, Amirbek Jura-Boev since 2014 and has 51 caps and... Um, he plays actually his club soccer in Malaysia, uh, having joined from a team in the Philippines um, over the last uh, a couple of years, so has moved over to East Asia there. Um, we also have a possible candidate in Muradali uh, Aknazarov. Uh, Muradali Aknazarov uh, first appeared in November 22, and has not started any games, but he was subbed in for three and on the bench for three. So um, he seems a fairly likely candidate, uh, but he's a sub when he comes on and almost comically uh, his substitute appearances are always three minutes or less uh, so far anyway. But um, he does make a kind of a backup candidate for Jura Boev, who will almost certainly be a starter. Uh, moving on to players coded as central midfielders, uh, and keeping in mind that the midfield formation is usually one at the back 
and then uh, two players who are usually central midfielders and then two players who are usually uh, coded as wingers or attacking midfielders. Uh, so these guys uh, are kind of in the middle there, um, but I would say uh, probably more on the defensive side. Uh, the first one is uh, Asani Panishanbi. Uh, he is a likely candidate, Asoni Panchanbi, uh, and um, uh, probably Tajikistan uh, people are cringing at my pronunciations here. <laughs> and uh, we also have a, uh, oh, I, I actually put him as the likely candidate, but we do have a definite candidate, so I should move him ahead, and that's uh, Parvizdon, uh, who... Umar Bayev, Umar Bayev, uh, a definite candidate. And we also have a possible candidate in Ruslan Kalowev. Ruslan Kalowev, a brand new player to the squad. And we'll just talk about these three uh, a little bit. Uh, beginning with the definite candidate, Parvizdon uh, Umar Bayev. And he has been with Tajikistan since 2015 and has 41 caps and eight goals, and he plays his uh, club soccer in Russia, in, uh, sorry, Bulgaria, um, primarily with uh, Lokomotiv Plovdiv. Uh, I believe that's one of the bigger teams in Bulgaria. He was with them for six years and recently moved, I believe, to a smaller club uh, in Bulgaria. As far as the national team goes for Tajikistan, he started 12 of their 16 games over the last two years and was subbed in for one and not selected for three others. So uh, we consider him a definite candidate, even though um, he missed three games. He actually scored uh, four of their 16 goals in qualifying and was the top scorer for his team, uh, despite being coded as a defensive midfielder and lining up as a central midfielder. Uh, the likely candidate, Asani uh, Panishanbi, is uh, uh, started 13 of their 15 games over the last two years, subbed in for one. Um, so almost an identical record to Umar Bayev, uh, but we moved him down a notch because he also missed the last two matches. So uh, another kind of stalwart starter for uh, Tajikistan, but a bit, uh, a bit of um, doubt uh, thrown in uh, because of missing the last two matches but i'm pretty sure these players will make their return uh finally ruslan kalov as i said is a brand new player uh, got his first cap in october there of 2023 so he actually uh did play as a starter uh in that game in october and he is with uh Tumen in russia i must confess that Club name is not one that I know, so it's a pretty small club uh, in Russia. And um, Kalowev is uh, 20 years old. And here, too, we do have one player who seems to be off the squad uh, who we won't talk about unless he returns. Okay, uh, left midfielders. Now, uh, I want you to imagine the 4 2 2 2 1 formation. Uh, sorry, that should be. Uh, four one two 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 one. So there is kind of a defensive midfielder and then two central midfielders. It doesn't really leave room for uh, left midfielders and right midfielders. And we don't have many players coded in those positions. Uh, we only have one, and that's the player I mentioned before, uh, Dalar Im uh, Imam Nazarov. Uh, we have him as a possible candidate. Um, just excuse me while I take a drink here. So we don't actually know much about uh, Imam Nazarev because uh, he's only had six caps and I believe they were all as a substitute. Um, 
and uh, we're not even sure if he's a left midfielder or uh, a left back because I think he's played uh, both positions. So uh, got his first appearance on the bench in June 2022, didn't start any of their remaining 13 games, but was subbed in for six and on the bench for four. So he looks like a, um, a pretty steady selection as a substitute, uh, just not as a starter. So Dalar Imnom Nazarev, a possible uh, player. Uh, for right midfielders, though, we don't have any candidates in that position. And so um, we're going to move directly to uh, left wingers. And again, there's not a lot of distinction between uh, left wingers and left attacking midfielders. So uh, you might think of these players in the, uh, in the kind of... Um, top left quadrant of the field uh, might be a good way to imagine them. Uh, the position bleeds into uh, attacking midfielders. So our first left winger is a based in Safarov. So that's another player named Safarov and we have him as a possible candidate. And here I will mention a player who is possible but unlikely and his name is Kusrei Toirov. Kusrei Toirov, and I'll tell you why I'm adding his name to the list here uh, after I talk about Vesadin Safarov. So uh, Safarov got his first cap in September of 2022, uh, sorry, September of 2023, and he started one of the last two games there and was subbed in for the other. So another uh, late arrival who uh, um, they are maybe building their squad with uh, we have him as a possible uh, candidate. Uh, the possible but unlikely candidate, Kuzrav Korov, uh, um, I mentioned him because he is a 19-year-old player who is with Shakhtar Donetsk in Ukraine. So Shakhtar Donetsk is a, a pretty big club there in Eastern Europe and um, a Champions League uh, kind of club. However, for... Um, for Tajikistan, he hasn't really made his way. He first actually appeared a long time ago in May 2021. Um, but over the past two years, uh, didn't start any of their 16 games. He was just subbed in for one and on the bench for two. So he's basically still playing with the underage squads, the under-20 and now the under-23 team. And... Um, Again, yeah, but may make it to the squad because that's a pretty good club affiliation. Uh, on the right wing for right wingers, we have a definite candidate. And that is uh, Muhammad Zon. Uh, Muhammad. Uh, Tajikistan uh, players often have a Zon at the end of their name. So it's really, uh, and sometimes it's not added. So it could be Muhammad. Uh, Rakimov or Muhammad Zon Rakimov. Uh, and he's a veteran on the team uh, since 2016 with 47 caps and two goals, even though he's just 25 years old. He plays in Uzbekistan uh, uh, with uh, Buxoro in Uzbekistan. And he has started 11 of their 16 games over the last two years, subbed in for three and on the bench for one. So just one time uh, was not selected. So we expect to see Muhammad uh, Rakhimov on the uh, field as a starter, actually. And uh, here we do have one possible but unlikely candidate, also named Safarov. Uh, and uh, the retired player that we talked about at the beginning, uh, Faktuloyev, who is off the team. Uh, but we won't put them on the list here. All right, and that uh, covers the midfield because we uh, look at attacking midfielders as part of the forward line. So we do have attacking midfielders who will tend to be uh, kind of more central midfielders rather than uh, kind of uh, wingers or left or right attacking midfielders. The first uh, two are likely candidates. Uh, Alisha uh, Zalilov, Alisha Zalilov, and uh, Shurboni Mabatshoev, uh, both likely candidates. And then we have uh, uh, 
sorry, three uh, possible candidates. Uh, the first one is Alicia Shukarov. The second one is Abu Bakr Suleimanov. And the third one uh, is Alidzoni Aini. Alidzoni Aini. So let's go back over those. And begin and go back to Alicia Z uh, uh, Zalilov. Uh, he's actually been uh, drifting off the team, so we have him as a likely candidate, but he's kind of falling to uh, uh, the level of a possible candidate, so I'm anxious to see in uh, November whether he makes the squad. He started five of their 16 games over the last couple of years, was subbed in for two and on the bench for one. Uh, but then he was injured for four matches, uh, not selected for uh, uh, not selected for four matches, including the last two. So in this case, uh, it may be that not being selected for the last two matches does uh, mean he's drifting off the team uh, there because he's been kind of playing less and less of a role for the team. Uh, nevertheless, Alisha Zalilov, uh, um, we still have as a likely candidate. Shervani Mabat Shoev uh, started 10 of their 16 games over the last two years, subbed in for two uh, and was on the bench for two. So we would have had him as a definite candidate, but he again, following that pattern, uh, was not selected for the last two matches. So uh, again, we don't really think that means much. And actually on the list here, I'm going to move him above Zalilov Zali, uh, because he uh, definitely seems a stronger candidate um uh, there uh but again that missing the last two games uh throwing in a bit of doubt there uh but it could be that he was making room for some of the possible candidates we have here because two of them uh are brand new to the squad so alicia shurkurov uh, got his first cap in uh, october 2023 and he started that game um so whether it means he's making inroads or whether they're just trying out uh, a player to have more uh, options to choose from. Uh, the same is true with, uh, or not quite the same, uh, Abu Bakr uh, Suleimanov uh, got his first cap in September 2023. So he started that um, game in September, but then was on the bench for the one uh, in October. So again, this looks like uh, just trying players out. Uh, finally, uh, Alidzoni Aini is a um, uh, a less likely candidate. He started two of their 16 games from March uh, 2022 to October 2023. So that's the two-year period we're looking at uh, over the last two years. Uh, he was also subbed in for four and on the bench for three. Uh, however, he was not selected for six others, and I think uh, some of those were towards the end. So, uh, yes, the last three games he was not selected for, so um, maybe a bit lower down on the possible list. But really, with those players coming in so late, it's very hard to say uh, whether they're serious considerations or not. Okay, let's move on to secondary strikers. And we have a likely candidate in uh, Komron uh, Tursunov. And uh, yeah, just two players who seem to be off the team who we won't mention. So uh, Komron Tursunov uh, has been with the team since 2018 and 27 caps and a pretty good six goals there. And he uh, plays his um, club soccer in India and he has... Uh, for a long time, since 2019, um, having been in uh, in Tajikistan from 2015 um, to 2019. He only started one of their 15 games, though, over the last two years, but he was subbed in for five and on the bench for two, um, and not selected for eight others. So given that we put him as a likely candidate, uh, I'm thinking that the many of those eight matches were at the beginning of that two-year period. However, he wasn't selected for the last match either. Uh, but I have a note here saying he was uh, uh, always a substitute, as we can see, uh, but called up for about two-thirds of the recent games. So 
Uh, we have um, uh, Comron Turzanov as a likely candidate, and maybe we bumped him up to likely because there's a bit of a lack of uh, players uh, uh, in these positions. So um, uh, that raises their chances. Now, the big story on Tajikistan is uh, forward Manucheka uh, Zal uh, uh, Zalilov. Uh, Manu Jakadzalilov is probably the most important player on the team. I'm going to put him as a definite candidate, but there's a big question mark. So, uh, excuse me, I'm just going to cough. Uh, okay, so he is their main scorer. He has been on the team since 2011 and has a very respectable 51 caps and 20 goals. So uh, scoring at a 40% rate there, uh, very important to the team. He was their top, top scorer in uh, World Cup qualifying in 2018 and 2022 and for the Asian Cup qualifying in 2019. But I must say, actually, Tajikistan uh, has a good variety of scorers on the field. So they're not completely dependent on Manu Cekazalilov, but uh, he is very important. Uh, he started 12 of their 16 games over the last two years, and he wasn't selected for four others, including the last two. However, in his case, uh, the reason he wasn't there for the last two games is because he uh, reportedly was in hospital in Moscow with a serious injury. He doesn't play in Moscow. He's with Istiklal in uh, Tajikistan, so uh, probably there. Um, they have two big teams, and Istiklal uh, um, is one of them. I'm just trying to th uh, think of the name of the other. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, so, you know, uh, he was actually maybe brought to the hospital there in, uh, in Moscow with a serious illness, in quotation marks, uh, according to the source I had. And he hasn't uh, shown up for the last two games. So uh, depending on what that is, uh, uh, he could be absent for the cup uh, because uh, it could be a longer-term injury. So that would be a huge loss for Tajikistan. And meanwhile, we're going to see that some of the, uh, 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 I said mad scramble at the beginning, a bit of a mad scramble to find uh, replacements for him. Uh, although, you know, they do have uh, forwards to choose from, but uh, whoever there is, is going to replace him in a starting position. So we have two likely candidates in uh, Sharon Samiev and also in Nuruddin uh, Kamrukolov. Kamrukolov. Uh, two likely candidates and then two possible candidates in Muhammad Ali Aziz Boev and uh, Rostam Soyrov. So one of those uh, who have probably been a substitute uh, up till now, as you'll see shortly, uh, will have to move into the starting position. So let's see. Uh, the first one, uh, Sharom Samaev, uh, started just two of their 16 games, but was subbed in for seven games uh, besides. So that's why we have him as a likely uh, candidate. He was injured for two and with the other under-23 team, uh, for four others. So it looks like when he's available, uh, he's invariably called up, but only as a substitute. He actually plays in Moldova and was in Belarus before that. And uh, played for Rubin, Kazakh, uh, Rubin Kazan in Russia, which is a pretty big club in 2019 and 20. But just a substitute uh, for... Uh, Tajikistan, unless he's the one who moves into the starting position. But it looks like Nuruddin uh, Kamrukolov uh, might be the guy uh, because uh, he too had only started two of their 16 games over the last two years uh, and was a sub, sub, subbing in for eight and on the bench for three. Uh, but the two games he started were in September and October. Uh, no, sorry, just in September. Uh, 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 so they were obviously trying him out uh, in the role. Nuruddin Kamar uh, Kamarokul uh, sorry, Kamrokulov. 
anyway, uh, whether they're substitutes or starters, those two players uh, are very likely to be called up. And uh, we'll look at the possible candidates, Mahmoud Ali, Aziz, uh, Boev. Um, we almost uh, put him as a likely level, uh, uh, but will be a substitute. Uh, he got his first appearance in June 2023 and uh, didn't start any of the remaining five games, uh, but was subbed in for two and on the bench for three others. So uh, it looks like, um, uh, looks like they're calling him up um, regularly. Uh, the other one, not so likely, Rostam Soirov. Uh, he started uh, the last game, so he replaced um, uh, Zalilov in the last game. Um, and uh, sorry, um, he was subbed in for three and on the bench for two. However, there were six matches that he wasn't selected for. Uh, and he actually hadn't appeared all through 2023 until he suddenly came back into the squad for the October game uh, to replace uh, Zalilov. So that's why um, I said he was a little less likely. But again, a sudden appearance, especially as a starter like that, makes us a bit unsure uh, of where he stands with the squad. Okay, and then we do have three other names. One of them is possible but unlikely, and two of them have been off the squad. And uh, we won't put them on the list here, but we will come back and review if, um, uh, if they make the squad. All right, well, that brings us to the end of the kind of the listing of candidates and their likelihood. So we are going to uh, finish with some uh, uh, closing thoughts. And really, I'll just repeat, repeat what I said. It looks like a very stable squad. And we think most of the ones who were not selected for the last match or the last two matches uh, will be on the squad. And they're, they're just being... Um, left off the squad in order for the manager to try out some new players and possibly build the squad. Uh, okay, now let's preview what we're going to do in part two. So we will go over the list and uh, not only will we uh, tell you who made the final squad and who made the uh, uh, preliminary squad, if there is one, but we will try to predict who the starters will be which is actually a bit easier for Tajikistan uh, than it is for other squad. But uh, there's always a few of these, uh, notable non-selections, so players who we expected to be there who were not selected. Some surprise inclusions that may be, uh, for example, those retired players uh, may suddenly come back or a player who's been off the squad, uh, like the forward we talked about right at the end there, uh, uh, Soirov who uh, seem to be off the squad and then suddenly appear as a starter. Uh, there's always a couple of those. Any new players who are called up? So that's quite possible because uh, um, a lot of players are coming uh, from their under-23 team. And we saw a lot of new players just pop up in September here. So more pop up. And then updates on injuries, especially uh, important is whether Manu Cechur, Zalilov uh, will be fit to play in this cup. I'm sure that's at the top of uh, the minds of all Tajikistan soccer fans. All right, well, that brings us to the end, and uh, we will come back with uh, part two. Bye-bye. We originally planned to tag on our past, present, and future plans for the media cast, but we have instead decided to put a link to that 10-minute video in the show notes. It covers what we're working on and what we plan to do over the next nine months. I'd like to thank Nabur Avicham and Pixabay for the wonderful music you hear in this media cast. The title is called Arabic Trap. <laughs>